Welcome back to season two of Dungeons and Dragons and Bears. Oh my. I am Patrick, your host and DM for this all original D&D podcast. And for this premiere episode, we are going to pick up exactly where we left off at the end of season two. So, er, eh, at the end of season one. So after meeting up with the boys, it's been a long day already. I haven't done this in forever. I feel like it's been forever since we've played. Okay, so after meeting up with the royal escort from Roe, you guys walked about half a day before you stopped for lunch with the soldiers. Um, who all came and ate lunch with you. Molden, um, this would have been after you had wild-shaped out of a cat, because it wouldn't last that long. Um, however, while you were eating lunch, Diana never came to join you, uh, and you saw her going and eating with her mother shortly after you guys stopped uh, to eat. They ate separate from the rest of you. Shortly after you're eating and you're back on your way walking, you all begin to feel very faint as you're walking, and you start to be able to lose track of time and all of your senses of what's going on around you as the world starts to blur and your feet start feeling very tired. Malden, you attempt to wild shape, but find yourself unable to do so. As you're walking, your eyes begin to close, and suddenly the world stops. When you awaken, you feel unsure of your surroundings. You also get the strangest feeling that you are not on the ground, but it is pitch black where you are, and you're unable to see anything. As your eyes slowly adjust to the dim light, you realize that you are in a room by yourself, suspended in mid-air by chains shackled to your arms and your legs, suspending you in the middle of a small 10 by 10 room. There is no light coming in from outside the door, except for a tiny glow of firelight coming in from the crack in the bottom of the door. There are no windows, and there is only the one door. You scream as loud as you can, and you hear your voice echoing off the stone walls of your enclosure. And with that, the world starts to get dark again as you begin to lose consciousness again. Glugtar, after what feels like an eternity, but is realistically only about two weeks, you have come to learn that you are not alone in this dungeon. You are alone in your room, but you have come to learn that in the room next to you is Zavros. And you've pieced together that in the room across the hall from you guys is Malden. In the two weeks that you have been here, the only people in and out of your room have been servants bringing you food and providing you the bare minimum amount of water to keep you alive. You are feeling weak and confused, and none of you have heard anything about Diana or Cadwin during your imprisonment. When the guards come in this morning to feed you, something feels different. There is a sense of joy in their expressions, as if they're excited about something happening. Um, so what what would you guys like to do? Well, let me ask. Let me start off by asking, how do I know that uh, Malden and and uh, uh, Zavros are near? Have I seen them? Have I heard them? What what's given me that? Sure, you haven't seen them, but you would have heard them. Um, and you might have actually gotten a, you would have probably gotten a glimpse of Malden, 
chained up in the room across from you when people went in to feed you and feed him. Okay. And then and yeah, like the hear... rooms, it's echoing, but they're not soundproof. Gotcha. How, was I able to make out what they were saying? Sure, you guys could have uh, conversations with each other. You and Zavros could have conversations with each other. It'd probably be too far for Glugtar or for Malden to be able to talk to anyone. Okay. Wow. I keep winding up in dungeons against my will for no reason. Bye, guy. Um, Malden, just as Glugtar and Zavros have realized that they are next to each other, you've also gotten the sense that there is nobody in either room to your left or your right. Cool. So, me and Glugtar be keen about you. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm guessing in these two weeks I've been, like, conscious at points and I've tried wild shaping. Yes, and you never would have been able to. Okay. Well, out of stubbornness and sheer determination, I still try and wild shape into a rat. <laughs> Does not work. Damn it. You would pedigree already get it, though. Uh, I guess I want to converse with you and see. Do you see anything different in your, uh, in your cell? Um, you think we're... We're being drugged by our food. Uh, this is Glugtar to Zaphros. Glug- yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, Glugtar to Zaphros. I guess eye contact doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, all I see in my room uh, looks small, roughly 10 by 10, relatively empty. The only light I can see is coming from the bottom of the door. Um, I do think we're being drugged because I can't seem to access uh, my key abilities. Sure. Uh, so something is definitely blocking us there. Now, we're, we're hung up with shackles. Are we feeding ourselves or somebody spoon-feeding us when we're getting fed? They are feeding you. Okay. That's you have not been way. taken down from the shackles in the two weeks that you've been there. Okay. Isn't that like how you die, though? I mean, like, realistically, medically, like you get hung up like upside down that long, like your brain. Well, you're not upside down. down. Yeah, I don't. You're right side up. I'm not making up stories. Uh, I feel like we'd be dead. <laughs> I know we're playing D and D, but I actually I spent a lot of time thinking about this, and so I've decided that you are hung up in a way that it's not restricting your airflow. Um, which is how you would die from being crucified that there's a little bit of flexibility um, and you're, you're not upside down you are right side up alright okay uh, do we have any uh, any idea of what the schedule is for the next time someone's going to come in to either feed us or check on us or bathroom break or anything I'm going to need you to tongue punch that bitch yeah, something right now know. and grab that spoon and then MacGyver your way out alright um, so there is no bathroom breaks. Okay. You just go where you go. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they come in once a day. We in dungeons and scat play. I didn't hear that last time, Patrick. What was that? They come in once a day. So we'll say okay. that we can we can start this when they come in for the first time this day. And you notice that there's something different about them. They're they seem okay. happy. So they're not coming back today, but they seem to no. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess try to work on, see if I can work on 
getting out of the chains of the locks or something. Okay, roll me a sleight of hand with disadvantage. Sleight of hand. Malvin's given up and is just crying at this point <laughs> incessantly. With disadvantage. Oh. Uh, oh. The seven. Yeah, that is not going to be enough. It was no. a. It was a relatively high. <laughs> right? You would think that a seven would be enough. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should check again. Davros would or or Malden would you have would you have talked to them when the guards came in this morning? That's how we get very high. That's how we get very high to get into Uh, Davros. Probably knowing that he was you know restrained, couldn't get out. Probably tried multiple times over the time that he's been restrained. uh, Is probably focusing more on the social aspect, getting to know his guards. maybe warming them up to himself. And so he would, I'm assuming by this time, he would at least have some sort of like, the guard may not be responding in a friendly manner. It's very hard to be like, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, again, trying to be social. And so he would, again, definitely would have noticed the, the more cheery demeanor he would have asked. Hey, uh, uh, you seem happier this morning. Give me some good news. I'm nothing's going on in here. Uh, he kind of laughs at you uh, when you ask for good news, and he says, "I don't, I don't know if it's good for you. We're finally getting to execute that traitorous bastard." Which traitorous bastard? Your friend. But, uh, I need to be a little more specific. I came in with several friends. And he is not going to respond to that. Alright, well. I think that would assume that that's the news. That's why he's happy you know, they're being uh, pick somebody out. And that's really weird of him. I mean, so over the course of the past two weeks, Malden would have been trying to, like, befriend him and be like, I just want to leave. I don't know what's going on. Just let me go home. And I feel like by this point, he would have just given up and would just, like, constant state of like wallowing and crying and pretty pathetic that's where he's at now sure i i would not blame him um i just want to go home so shortly after the guards leave i would say around an hour or so so not too soon after they leave um glotar and zavros you start hearing a rumbling noise coming from behind you. And all of a sudden, you hear a loud explosion. As the wall breaks open behind you, and the entire room is just flooded with light, and you are momentarily blinded. Call out who's there. I can't turn around to see, right? Davros is a little bit embarrassed because he's covered in shit and piss. Who's there? We are. We have come to save you. And roll me a history check. Everyone, or just the two of them? Just the two of. Actually, just Glugtar. Actually, that's probably good anyway. My history's minus one. 
This is a really low. I'm setting it. What was it? I rolled a four. So you, you can't place the name. Uh, you can't place the name of the person, but you definitely recognize the voice. Okay, then I'm gonna be cool with it and be ready to be saved. Then, um, so okay. So, and all of a sudden, you just feel two sets of hands, one on each of your legs, unshackling you, um, and then they quickly move up and unshackle the top, and you are suddenly free. Great. I'm and Zavros, you feel the same thing as well. So you two are both freed. Do I feel like uh, my key abilities have come back, or was that not You the do not the feel that they've come back. Alright, cool. Uh, what was the drug? So, uh, if it was shackles, I'm going to try to steal those. I'm going to let them know that our, uh, one, of our, one of our parties across the hall from us. Yes, 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 we need to go save him right now. Ugh, I can't uh, believe I'm always having to save you guys. And when you turn around, you will recognize Kosdri the gnome, uh, as well as as well as his as three other druids who are with him. They probably wouldn't recognize the other druids. I'm the only one that's met them. You wouldn't recognize the other druids, um, but you know that they're with him and they're dressed similar to Kosdri. Um, and when you turn around, it looks like there was a bomb that had been set off. Uh, in the wall behind you to bust through. Great. Okay. Uh, so, do you guys have? Are we gonna lockpick? How are we gonna get out of this and get over there? Blowing shit up. What are we gonna do? Zavros takes a moment to whisper um, a quick prayer to Solio, you know, like as as things. And all four of them are going to wild shape and kind of go through the crack underneath. They're gonna sh- uh, shape into insects. And they're going to get out, and then you'll see the doors just opening up. Oh, okay. So I step out. You might need to do some light stretching first. You've been like this. Oh, there you go. I'm gonna, yeah, get all the creeps out. It's been a minute. And I need you guys to roll me initiatives. Alright. Everyone? Yeah. Initiative. Um, go ahead and roll one, Bloodtart, or Malden. You can't do, you're not going to be in it yet, but eventually you will be. <coughs> Zavros got a 14 with a plus 4. I so you rolled a 10. One, plus 2. Yeah. Uh, I'm at 13. Who's ready for some hand-to-hand? Yeah. By the way, my fists, my feet, my head, my hips, my knees, everything else is magical. Them hips, though. Mm. But I fully intend to do a fucking hip bump. Hips don't for a one die six plus four. So, as you step out of out of the the cave, the the cell that you've been in, um, you're gonna see the four druids who have turned back into. Um, there's one gnome, there's two humans, and there's one elf um, who are there. So you'll see them kind of in the hallway gearing up for a fight. And then on okay. either end of the hallway, you're going to see two guards. So there's four guards total. There's two uh, towards the left, and there's two towards the right who are kind of shocked and starting to get ready to address what's happening. 
but you have the highest initiative. Okay, I'm going to take a quick look around to see if there's anything I can use as a weapon, and if there's not, I'm going to just immediately bring on uh, the closest one, whether they're left or right, uh, for unarmed strike. Um, I would say that there's definitely, um, like, pieces of stone if you wanted to pick up that and use that as kind of a makeshift weapon. Is that going to hit better than an unarmed strike? I mean, am I, what am I going to Unarmed strike would be 1d4, right? Well, minus just a straight up 5 damage. Nice. Yeah. So I would say for a stone, I would have you roll a 1d6 plus your strength. 1d6 plus the... Uh, Whatever your strength modifier is, plus four. but not adding in proficiency. All right, I'm gonna pick up a. I'll pick up a. Uh, uh, I'll pick up a rock. And I'll also and say that that one. gives you a ranged attack. You can throw okay. it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll throw it at one of their one of their heads. Okay. Uh, to the left or to the right? Let's go to the left. Okay. Everything you own. So go ahead and roll to hit. All right. Oh, that is another, that's a crit, 20. Nice. Yeah. So go ahead, double the dice roll. Hey, so, uh, I like... D6, you said? Yeah, so two D6 and then add your strength modifier. Just once. Okay. Five, seven, four, uh, 11. And for 11. Awesome. So nice. you take this rock and you fling it at one of the two guards as he's starting to get um, a sword ready. They're really not used to, to combat, right? Not too much happens down here. And you just take him off guard and hit him right in the head, and he crumples to the ground. Yeah. Fuck you. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're going to get like a melon smashing like sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. And Zavros, it is your turn. Alright, so Zeros, uh, seeing the way that Gluttar attacked, and that he took one out, is going to go to for the other guard on the left. And he's going to do like a, like a flying dragon kick. Okay, so roll to hit, um, hmm. but I don't want you to add the magical ability to it. Well, like the rolling to hit doesn't have any magical ability to it. Okay, so you don't get like a bonus to hit because it's magical? No. Yeah, all it is, is it's just like, if, if you get a creature who's immune to normal hits, but isn't immune to, like, magical weapons, that's it. That's all it does. Gotcha. So it doesn't add any extra damage for the magic. No. It just gotcha. it just counts as a quote-unquote magical weapon. Cool. For, for, uh, for so the sole purpose of being able to hit somebody. And roll to hit so normally. He rolled a 25 to hit. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. He's, he's ready to rock. Uh, the damage you use... Great. Uh, five. Nice. Oh, so uh, you just fly. Go... Oh, yeah. And go ahead. Kick him right in the face, and you kind of knock him off balance a little bit. Uh, he lands, he's going for a straight-up, like, a rabbit punch, because he's... I thought that's how he's feeling this right now. Uh, that okay. is... An eleven... 
That will not hit, unfortunately. As his bonus action, he is going to do a sweeping kick. As a 13. That will also not hit. Awesome. <laughs> so you fly across the room and you get one good hit, but after two weeks of not really exerting any energy, you're kind of weakened. Um, and so your aim is a little bit off as you're going to, to try to do the subsequent hits. Uh, you're not feeling quite up to um, where you were before you were imprisoned. Rolls McJohnson's back in the game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright, and, and then so... he's gonna uh, retreat behind the, the, the druids. Okay. Um... Are you going to go, like, in... So there's two druids um, kind of towards the left and two druids kind of towards the right uh, as you would exit out of your um, uh, cells. So do you want to kind of go in between them? Yeah. Okay. Um, Just wanted to make sure because there's guards on both sides of them. Uh, So the druids are going to... You'll just see them. They all have uh, staffs much like Malden has. Uh, And you're going to see kind of magic ripple through each one of them and they are all going two of them are going to run or one of them is going to run over to the guard that you attacked and he is going to miss um the other two are going to run to the guards on the right and one will hit and the other one will miss And so you're going to see one hit with uh, his shillelagh. Um, and again, kind of like the first one, kind of whacks the guy in the head. Um, but the guard is kind of phased a little bit, but does not go down. And the other one will miss. And while this is happening, Kosdri is going to head straight over to Malden's cage and open it up. Uh, and then run in to start trying to free Malden. So, Malden, I will say that him getting to you and unlocking your feet is his turn. Um, so your feet are free. Um, he will um, finish unlocking you by the end of his next turn. And then you will be free and can take your action. Um, is there anything you want to try to do while you're partially free? Uh, no, like, I'm kind of just coming out of shock. Like, okay. The despondence and despair of, like, this is where it ends. Another freaking dungeon. <laughs> and then, like, the fuck? Osri? What are you doing here? So, and the guards are all going to take a swing at each of the druids that are attacking them. And two are going to miss. One is two are gonna miss and one will hit. For a total of oof. I maxed out that damage. PS, these druids are not good fighters. That is not what they do. Kadri's probably the best fighter among them and he's not helping fight right now. 
That's okay. They're not. They're not horrible. We got there. <laughs> okay, and that brings us back up to Glugtar. All right, I'm gonna go after the. There was the two on the right. I'm gonna go after the one that was hit with a um, just an unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a twenty-six. That will hit. And then my damage is five. Okay, he is still up. Oof. By one. Gotta be above. Now, um, I know you're level six now. Do you have a yes. second attack? Uh, you should. I. It says like um. It should be if you use the attack action. Oh yeah, uh, you can make a second attack. Oh holy fuckballs! Yeah, I'm gonna hit that son bitch again. Sorry, you sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, that's gonna go for a 25, and that'll that that's another five. So you just hit him once, um, in the throat and kind of get him <laughs> off balance, and then you take your hand and you just grab his head and fling him down onto the ground and you see his head crack open and he starts Doesn't bleeding out look over it yeah nice and Zavros it will be your turn Zavros uh, is going to keep focusing on the guard on the left that he smacked once so that guard is dead now wait is that the one uh, that you were attacking it was the one that I like I, 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 no, he, he, Glugtar was hitting the one on the right. On the right side, the two that were on the right, one of them had got hit. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, still dead, but I just killed the wrong one. Okay, right, Zavros, right. it is your turn. Yeah, so he's going back after the one that he kicked last time. Okay. And he's going to sprint over, and he's going for a throat punch. Yeah. Uh, 26. That will hit. Uh, damage is 7. Yeah, that will be enough to kill him. So you just punch him in the throat, and you can see that he just stops breathing, and he crumples down to the ground. Alright, and there's one more guard up, right? So there's one more guard up who has not taken any damage yet. Alright, so he sprints to that guard. Uh, and he's going for like a trunk punch. Like, like right in the kidney. 17. That will hit. 7 damage also. Okay. And he is going to uh, reach behind. Anyone who might be like that doesn't mean he chill. So if druid just over where you can like pull back behind him. Okay. Yeah, there's one druid on him and then uh, one druid over on the other side where Glugtar is, and then there's another one near uh Yeah, so there's three druids outside. Um so you'll pull behind him. So yeah. all three of the druids are going to go and attack this last guard. Two of them will hit, so you just see them pull up their quarter staffs, and they just smack this guy. One smacks him in the face, and then the other one pulls it up above his head and brings it down. And you just hear cracking as the guy's skull cracks open. 
Um, and Kazri finishes freeing you, Malden. So you are now Yay. free. So all of the we're gonna keep the initiative order that we have for now. Um, all of the guards in this immediate era, area are dead, so we're not in combat right now. Um, but there was so, an explosion, so they probably know more coming. You, that would be fair to say. This has not been the quietest or stealthiest of rescue missions. Bless you. Bless you. Um, so, two Glovetower and Zavros, as you came out to your left, or Maldon, as you're coming out of your cell to the right, you'll see stairs heading upstairs. Um, there are no stairs anywhere else. The other thing that you will start hearing now is you can tell that there are four other people in prison cells. Um, at either end of the hallway. Got it. We still have a guard up, right? Or no? They're all nope, down. all of the guards are down. Real quick and, yeah, I want to look for uh, the rest of our crew in these, in these cells. Diana! So there are, when you're in the hallway, there are six cells on either side. Zavros and Glugtar, you are in the middle. Two. So there's two cells on either side of the ones you guys were in. Molden, you are directly across from Glugtar. So in the middle. So which one do you want to check? I'm going to run to my right. Okay. So you will definitely hear two people, if you go to the far end of the hallway where two of the guards were standing, you will hear that there are people um, or humanoids in either cell to either side of you. I can't see in there to see who they are? No. Just like yours, there's no windows or anything looking in. Right. It is a solid I'm door. I'm going to call one of the druids over to see if he can, if he can crack the locks like they did for us to let us out. So yes, yes, we can, but we also have to hurry. They're going to be coming here soon. We have to get know, you guys to I safety. Don't, I don't want to leave any of my crew uh, behind either, and I don't know where um, uh, Diana or Alden are. Or not <laughs> Alden. Alden. He's not a kid anymore. Cadwin, sorry. Okay, so they will open up both of them. And... In the one, so as you're facing the end of the hallway, the one to your left, you will see a small child, a human, um, probably about the age of 12, suspended. Uh, And on the other side, you will see a female tiefling uh, who is suspended much the same way that you guys were. And she's going to say, please, you have to help us. Yes. Uh, I'm going to, if I haven't already... I want to pick up a sword from one of the that was dropped by the guards, and then t- tell the druid, "Let's let's unhook these people, get the hell out of here." Are, are are you sure we should do that? Maybe they were in here because they're dangerous. That is a child. That is yeah. literally true. But you know what? So we were in here too, and we're dangerous. So what's the? I mean, we were in here and enemy, didn't do shit. Well, the enemy, my enemy, is my friend. So, I, to hell with all that. I'm, I'm ready to let him out. Like, we need to review a Pandora's box. Okay. Uh, so, you can go and bring <laughs> them. Um, add a short sword to your inventory uh, for short now. Sword. Okay. Um, and all, 
All three of you could definitely pick one up. There are going to be four short swords there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't use it. Sure. Because I wouldn't use Mortal Stronger without one. Uh, it's actually the, the exact same sword. A short sword. Okay. Damage-wise, it's the exact same uh, as my unarmed strike. So, oh. so I would probably just leave that. All right. Um. So once I'm free of the chains, like I would try and wild shape again, and also I would cast like try and cast the cantrip primal savagery. Like. And none of those would work. So I would ask Kazri if he knows anything about like magic blocking spells or poisons or anything like that. Oh, I don't. Or if I would know any. I don't know of any poisons that would block it, but there's definitely things that can be done to block magic. Why can you can you not use magic? Not right now. It's not this area, cause cause we were able to use it. We will have to figure out what what they have done to you. And like my background in healing, I wouldn't know either. No. Okay. Cool. Well, I still wouldn't pick up the metal broadsword. So. Sure. Um, I will say that you probably suspect that it has something to do with what they were feeding you or giving you to drink. <laughs> yeah. I would now ask the three druids, of the shackles. Fair enough. I would ask the druids if any of them had an extra staff. Uh, yes, they will throw you one. Do you have a just plain normal quarter staff? Okay. Kill the Zavros uh, to check the other to see if there's anyone else down there. If Diana is, is down in the, in the in any of the other cells by us All on right. the other side. Yes, yeah, Zavros goes and check, checks the other cells. Okay. Um. So you will find mm-hmm. five of the other cells are all empty. And then there are two more at the very opposite end of the hallway, near the stairs. Uh, and there are two humans, one male and one female, in kind of either side. I'm letting everybody out. Because fuck dungeons. Yeah. Okay, so they will thank you. Um... Kind of all of them will be very, very thankful. Um, and ask you kind of what's what's going on? Are you are you here to help us? Uh, sh- we're here to escape. Um, you're more than welcome to follow us out of here. Uh, we're not sure why we're here either. We don't know what's going on. And then um, the two humans are going to look and see the giant hole that was blown in the wall, and they're going to say, "We can escape right here. Let's go." Are you guys down for that? I would just like to the same thing. Want to go up the stairs, or you want to go through the hole? I have a lot of really fun equipment that I would like to not leave behind. Also true. Yeah. Also, we don't know where Caitlin and Diana. Are. So I think why we would send them on their way. Yeah, let's push that. Or let's let the kid in the uh, help lady and, and the two humans. Yeah, and let's go look. Let's start to sneak around for our. So all four of them are going to leave through that that hall, 
Um, but the All druids right. are going to stay with you. Great. Be safe, guys. Yeah. And the tiefling is going to be very appreciative and say, thank, thank you, thank you so much. If you ever need anything, please oh, let sure me know how I can repay you. Sure, we will. Did she give sure her name? We'll run into you again. What's your name, tiefling? My, my name is Nadine. I, I was imprisoned here because of how I look. I nice thought that I was some type of demon. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> some of us in the party look different, we're, we're and we all empathize. Prison, we're all in prison for our listening game. Some of us look different, and we really empathize. So if, in case you don't know what a tiefling is, they are of demonic ancestry and have, like, red uh, skin and horns. Oh, I can relate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're all. Um, and the two humans will introduce themselves as Dominic and Jolene. Okay, so we got Nadine and Jolene, the Dolly Parton name children. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, hey, the child all name? of them run. The child the Dolly. Yeah. No, it's Jean. Okay. <laughs> like Jean Belcher. Yes, it's spelled the same way as Jean Belcher. Uh, do they want to tell us why they're in here too before they run out, or do they want to just scram? <laughs> they are going to be very dodgy and kind of just scram. That's totally fine. Bye. We, cool. just, we just let out serial Go, go, go. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I don't like dungeons, so I don't care. There's and, no repercussions for that, right? right? And I got thrown yeah. into a dungeon like, for no right. reason, and I can only assume that this happened to these people right. too. They murdered on my parents or something. Yeah. Fuck yeah. the police. They unleashed a terrible plague. No. And Kazri is going to come and talk to you. <laughs> say, do you, do you know where the others are? What's what's going on? Where is where is the elf child and and your elf friend, your other elf friend, the bard? Like at all? Like we we weren't even able to hear each other. Does that? I've been in this dungeon. We've been able to hear each other, but like yeah, like we knew like like we we. We only knew, like, like, I only, like, I, I could hear Glugtar, and I could hear Malden, uh, I could, I have yet to be able, like, I, I haven't heard, and we, we obviously we didn't see them in the cells for Katie and Diana. And, yeah, and what about give, the sharks? I would give Kazri, like, a quick recap of, like, we were in this cave, and we got, we killed a little gnome that was a sorcerer, and he picked him in a cauldron, and he, he escaped, and then we met... Up with the, the Queen of Roe, who is Diana's mother. And then, as we were walking to the city of uh, Roe, like, I passed out. And I woke up and I was in this dungeon. That's all I know. And so just a quick little clarification. Um, Diana's mother is not the queen. She's kind of like the right hand to the king. A concubine. So, like, she's... She's <laughs> of very high importance, but she's not actually the queen. Uh, she's kind of the one making all of the policy and running um, all of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I probably would have called her the queen just because I wouldn't have. That's like sure. victim of the patriarchy. Fair enough. Um, and so then Kazi's going to say, and, 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 and where are the shards? What, what has happened to all of your stuff? They have stripped us down to our small clothes. I, I, we just went over this. We were walking with the with the queen's guard, and then we woke up in a dungeon. Well, we must what get the shards. What you can get. We can't let them have them. Yeah, and we also need to find uh, Diana and Caitlin. Yes, 
and our stuff. Yes, 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 we'll find them too. Let's go find their stuff. Onwards. So, basically there's two ways. You can go up the stairs, or you can go out the hole in the wall. Up the stairs. Yeah. Well, we can ask, dude, where's that, where does the hole lead us? Does that just take us straight Um, out, or...? Actually, kind of. It takes so, you to like a tunnel that they dug, that sure. would go up to the surface. Because you guys are several floors below ground level. All right. Do any of the druids know the spell detect item or find yeah. item? Or... Oh, wait, I can tell you if they do. Hold on. They don't know a whole lot of spells. No, they don't. Okay. Okay. I was like, because they would know what my snake staff was Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, if you could find my snake staff, I'm going to bet that the rest of our stuff is with it. But if they don't know that spell, that's pointless. <coughs> yeah. Okay, so you guys are going to head up the hallway? Up the stairwell? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you'll head up, and there's kind of like a small little landing when you get up to the next floor. Um, and in front of it, you will see a small door uh, leading to room, and then to your left, you will see a really large kind of sliding uh, barn doors that are open, um, and you will see one guard sitting there behind a desk. So, and what, before the barn door, what was the other door? Just a small door, it's closed. Heading into a room in front of you. So this hallway is not nearly as long. So the one you were in was just a very long hallway with cells on either side of it. Uh, this one, when you walk in, so the stairs will keep going up um, behind you. Or there's like a little landing and you'll see this barn doors with this guard uh, kind of behind a desk. And then you'll see a closed door in front of you. Uh, has the guard seen us yet? Yes, he sees you as soon as you step up. Up there. So much for stealth. Yeah, can you shadow something over to him or anything? I can't do like do magic or key yet. But oh. uh, how far away is he? He's probably like 15 feet, right? Something like that. Yeah, about 15 feet. All right. Um, so hold on here. Uh, he is going to do a jumping roundhouse kick uh, over over to this guard. Chuck Norris, straight up. Before you do that, uh, I'm going to have Glug- Glugtar make an attack if he wants to. We'll jump back into our our order. In the uh, order? Okay. Yeah, I'll take a swing at him. I was trying to go like, out of combat. Yeah. But I guess he saw us. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Even that roll, though. I'm not letting it go. Uh, I'm rolling a 16. That will hit. Oh, sweet. Ten. Nice. So you walk over and you hit him, and he gets all confused and is very dazed. Um, Very good. But still up. I'm going to swing at him again. Uh, Yep. If I can. Double attack. Seventeen. That will hit. Alright, I got my plus fours. Damage is plus four. So I got a five. Awesome. So you just, after you hit him once, you just take his head and kind of slam it down into the desk. And then take your sword sword? and (laughs) decapitate him. Yeah. 
So much for my sweet, sweet roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and once you do that, there the are no other guards uh, around. He was kind of the only one here. And okay. you will see an open doorway to your right okay. um, as you're facing the back of the room that looks like it's going into a storage room. Uh, I want to check probably the storage room first, right? Would you guys think, or would you want to check the door? Does everyone want to explore like the guard room for any like notes or papers or anything of import? Sure. Um, roll me an investigation check. As I say, I would be checking the storage room so stuff. Does everyone roll the one? Oh no! Uh, <laughs> and I didn't crit fail, no. mind you. I rolled a two with a negative one. So Are I will say. <laughs> you see a memo on the desk that is written. Uh, you can see that it's uh, a royal decree from the king. Um, it is signed by Leandra, uh, who you would know is James's mom. Um, but unfortunately, most of it is unreadable because it has been soaked in the guard's blood from the decapitation on the desk. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Molden, you want to go into the storage room? Yep, I do too. I'm looking for my stuff. Yeah. Cool, so in this room you will see uh, kind of three areas of shelves. There are shelves straight in front of you and then to the left or the right. Uh, on the left is a whole bunch of armor. On the right is a whole bunch of weapons. And straight in front of you is a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. I go to the miscellaneous stuff. Okay. What are you looking for? Right. Uh, so while I'm over there, I would be looking for like my ring, the shards, um, so I will say that you definitely house. find everything that is yours. I'm also looking for that third shard that Davros didn't want to give to me. Because he was going crazy. Going crazy to begin with controlling me. He's going crazy? <laughs> hey. Davros, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Are, you yeah. in the, are you in the storage Mister. room with them? Yeah, after, like, he gives, like, a uh, real uh, crazy side-eye to Glocktar because he can't read, like, the memo, uh, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> he goes uh, into the storage room. So I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw? Okay. Seven. Okay. So you instantly feel a calling to a certain area of the contraband, and you see a box that contains all three shards. He stuffs them into his pocket. You're standing right next to me, and I don't care. He just grabs them, stuffs them into his pocket. So, um, like, like almost without thinking, you just kind of like. <clears throat> I yep, would not yeah, it would. Are you gonna do anything about it? I mean, if he's trying to shove me out of the way while I'm looking for stuff, then yeah. He's actually pretty stuffy, so... <laughs> There's a shelf and I'm in front of it. <laughs> it is a big room, so there would definitely be room for all three of you to be looking at any one of the shelves at the same time. I'm looking at the right while they're fooling around. 
Okay. So yeah, there's definitely room for the two of you to both be there, looking for the, looking through the contraband. And I I like see him shove something in his pocket. Roll me a perception uh, check. Twenty. Ooh, yep. God, you notice him put them in. What was that? I keep hearing the voice of my god in the back of my head telling me that I need to keep these safe. Well, give me my two. You ain't the god. Give me my two. Uh, he just walks off. No, you don't. <laughs> There's a hand on your shoulder turning you around. Have I found my sword by, by now? Yep, you would have found all of your stuff. So you definitely would have found your stuff. sword... You would have found your uh, weapon, your weapons, you would have found your armor, and you would have found your ring of protection. Did I happen to see any of Diana's stuff here or stuff? You don't see either of their stuff. Okay, I'm going to make a, while they're bickering, I'm going to make a note to them that I don't see Diana and Cadwin's stuff here, so I don't think they're down here, guys. <clears throat> and uh, if you want to look for anything else... You can roll. Oh yeah, I'm still yeah. I'm gonna see, yeah. If, there, if there's any other fancier shields or any other fancier uh, gear, I'll absolutely grab that. So go ahead and roll me an investigation. Investigation. I rolled a seven. Okay, that's enough for you to find a couple of things. Oh sweet. Um, so yeah, you man. find a mace. That feels like it's much better than a typical mace. Okay, great. And that would be maybe for you. Uh, no, if it's metal. I wouldn't use metal. It's metal. It's metal. Oh, okay. All right. I'm and gonna, uh, okay. You also find some leather light armor that feels oh. like it's really good. Okay, that I would. I'm gonna point. Then I'm gonna say, "Hey, this leather looks like it may be sweet for you." If I can get in the middle of y'all's argument for a minute, uh, and I'm gonna pass you that leather, and then I'm, I'll, I'll hold on to the mace, but I'm gonna equip my stuff real quick. Okay, um, Molden, what kind of armor are you currently wearing? Normal leather. Okay, so you can if you're gonna take this leather, uh, you can equip it. It's plus two leather armor. Nice. Sweet. Hey guys, why don't you dig around and see if you see anything else really cool? I'm still I'm still <laughs> not happy with, with Zavros right now. Zavros is going back to grabbing his stuff. Right. Okay, Zavros, are you so looking for anything else or are you just on a mission to get your stuff? Uh so he's grabbed his stuff, but he will also look for look for other things. Okay, roll me an investigation. And one. And Still better than me. <laughs> uh, you got a 10? Yeah. So you would find another set of leather armor that looks just like what uh, was handed to Malden. Anyone else want this leather armor? What's the... I mean, what's I would the armor class? Take it. What's the... So it's an AC-13. AC, I think that's, is I think not that's, taking the armor. I think that's what I've got already with my chainmail. No, mine is AC sixteen. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would I would still take, take it. it. Let's, we could sell yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah true. Bag it. Cool. I mean, plus two leather armor. That's got to be worth something. Oh, for sure. 
Uh, Malden, are you looking for anything? No, I'm harassing Zavros because I don't trust what he's doing. Zavros is not paying attention and literally putting his stuff back on. You would not be ignoring me at this point. Like, I would be in your face. It's almost like he's in a daze. He's just like, nothing different is going on. Well, we can, we'll settle this with some dice rolls then. There we go. <laughs> Malden, dice don't lie. Roll me an intimidation. <laughs> the one thing my charisma doesn't buff. Oh. Um, and I would say that's against your wisdom, a what wisdom saving throw. Zavros. What's your modifier on this one? Plus four. Jack succeeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not intimidated by you at all. Unless you unless you crit fail. I mean that's that's a possibility. Especially with my fucking rolls. I didn't. Nope. Nice. Okay. Hey, Shifty, go look for some stuff on here and see if you can sniff out anything. And again, like, it's not like Zeros is doing this intentionally to be obtuse or angry or... Like, it's, it's almost like he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, I get that. It doesn't mean that Malden is happy about it. Oh, uh, I, 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 I Yeah. Hey, hey, find us some stuff. Who are you call it Shifty? You, Shifty. Who are you call it Shifty? <laughs> Find me. We're still looking for you. I just want him to I just want one last check. There may be some good good stuff in here if we can get a good roll. Yeah. I, I would search through the other two shells. Um, hey, roll me an investigation. Not bad dice. Come on, slippers of spider claim. You said investigation. Literally the only thing I want. Yeah. <laughs> that is a nine. Nope, you're not going to find anything different. All right, guys, let's haul ass and start looking for Diana. Um, actually, I'll say that you find um some padded light armor. That feels better than normal padded light armor? Or just feels like padded armor. Oh. That's your crystal shard. You leave me alone. Uh, uh, no, Deborah isn't picking up like armor ever. I know, but you leave me alone. This is just Jack was curious about the <laughs> That might be good for, was for Diana, oh, right? Are you are you a coffee? You're a coffee. She's a bard, so I imagine light to medium, right? Too, right? Uh, bard, you can do like medium armor, so she could do that leather. Depending yeah. on which college you went to. Okay, Duvray. <laughs> Sponsored. How'd you get in? I opened the front door. Ah. Yeah, that is terrible. Uh, we apologize to any of our listeners who. You probably make more money. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there is nothing else of note in the room. Not fine. Leather on the quest too. So would you guys like to leave the storage room then? For sure. And the only way back out is the way that you came in. It just has the one-way entry. So you get the feeling that that guard was kind of guarding the storeroom. Okay. So, question. Things that we have to attune to, like, were we far enough away that we, like, lost attunement to those? That is a good question that I didn't think about. We've been away from them for over 24 two, hours, right? Yeah, but weeks. it's still, like, I think 500 feet. 
Were we right under uh, them on the second floor? That's a yeah, interesting question. Because like, am I am I attuned to my ring of protection and my true. staff of the serpent or not? That's it is it is true. Yeah, you've been more than hundred feet away. Because if my dude can't cast magic, like he's gonna be relying pretty heavily on his equipment. So we are not attuned. Correct? Um, I will say, Zavros and Glugtar, you are not attuned. Malden, you would okay. be attuned. Alright. Because this so would have been not... directly over your cell. Gotcha. Then I'm going to take a... Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, so, so that means that we are both going to attuned to our ring uh, protection yes. or our... Okay. still yeah. have that short sword and my chainmail is just chainmail, so I got my own. And I had a shield, right? I think I did. Um, you shouldn't have to attune to your chainmail. No, I, that's what I was saying. My my chainmail on my shield, I'm good. So I've got those. Um, they're not. They didn't need it. Uh, they got my arm okay. Bag. And my and that short sword I picked up from the the dead guard. Okay. So you will go back out of this room. Uh, you're into the guard room, and then you can go back out into the hallway. And you can that's either question. Keep... sure. We padded leather that I found? Yes. Is that magical or is it just padded leather armor? Or padded armor? It's padded plus two. Okay. And the magic from that will still work. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to attune to that. You just flip it. Um, is that something that I could wear? Padded armor doesn't have metal in it, right? It would be studded, right? Right, yeah, this is not studded. This you would like probably want armor. the leather armor like a gi plus two over the padded armor plus two. Well, I'm wearing a gi. Okay. I'm just the padded armor all day, every day. Straight up, like, loungewear. Okay. And the reason is they have the same AC benefit, <laughs> um, yeah. but padded leather gives you disadvantage on stealth, because it's kind of awkward. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would go with the leather then. <laughs> so the leather would seem more... Um, you can easily move in it better. Yeah. For the record, though, I, I do just have both the leather, both leather armor plus two and the padded armor plus two in my inventory. Okay, okay cool. Holy. I don't want to keep up with okay. that shit. Just have the hands up. Uh, so you guys are going back into the, the guard room, and then you can head back through those, uh, like, barn doors that are open uh, to that little landing area, and you can either continue going up the stairs or you can head through the doorway. Check that door, see if it sounds like there's anybody on the other side or anything. Is there any? Is there kind of slot or anything we can look through to see if there's anybody on the other side? Yeah, this is a window that you can look through. I'll take a peek. So, um, when you look through it, roll me a perception. You should let me do that. Because I have stealth and perception. I'm going to let, yeah, I'm going to let... Uh, yeah, my stealth is plus seven, my perception is plus six. Please do that, then. My uh, perception yeah. is plus six, my, my stealth is not that good. My perception is minus one. So, I just want me to roll a perception? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Twenty plus six, twenty six. So yeah, when you look through, you it looks like this room is completely empty of people. Um, and what it looks like uh, as you're looking through the window, you see a couple of tables, you see a bunch of bunk beds, uh, and some lockers, as well as a stairway uh, on the far uh, right corner that looks like it's heading outside. Uh, all right, I relay this information back to the party. If it looks like it's going outside, then we should probably go the other way. We're still looking for Diana and Caitlin. So I'm just finishing people together. Enrollment um, perception? Everyone? Everyone? Me again? Yes. Is that really Yeah. Uh, 19. 25. 14. So you guys also notice that from the stairway, like, uh, that you would have entered here from, so the one behind you, as you're looking through that door, you're going to be hearing from the floor above you a ton of commotion. Like, it feels like there's a lot of people and a lot of hustle and bustle going. And you get like the perception that. that it takes you to the main area. So we haven't seen any other jail cells, right? Correct. Like Something that we left the jail area. Yeah. So and that's the beer. I would I would tell the rest of the group like, we have our stuff. This dick has got the shards, so we have those. Let's get out of here. So Obviously, sneak out and, and like look around. I want to go out the hole in the wall of the dungeon. Not the not the stairwell up to going no, out. Of the, where we hear lots of people. No. no, that's not where we're hearing that lots of people. That's the other stairwell. Uh, we're on the we're at the we're at the thing. We there's a stairwell we can go up, but that's where the people are. Looking through that door is the barracks, and then a stairwell leading out of the building, and then we have the hole downstairs. So if we sneak oh. out through the barracks, we can maybe get a hint of what's going on as we're heading out. I would still vote for going out the hole in the dungeon and the and the cave and stuff. What do you want to do? I don't want to like. Do we know it's a barracks or does it just look like a barracks? It. Uh, I mean, there's bunk. He said there was bunk beds and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it has it bunk like beds, tables, oh, and lockers. And it's, uh, it's like a big commotion, right? It sounds like a lot of people. Up a lot active. of people. Yeah, I don't want to go. I want to go away from that. I do. Yeah. I mean, I do too. But I do want to find Diana and. Um, yeah, we, we, we don't have to leave. I don't think. But I, I don't think we need to go this path. I think yeah. we need to try like, a different route. Like, obviously, they're not in the in the dungeon in the jail cells. Right. So, so we can leave the the dungeon through the barracks. But still be in the general area as to maybe figuring out where they're at. Maybe, I, yeah, maybe like, like leave, regroup, figure out what's wrong with our magic, and then try to like come back in uh, with a better plan of attack. Oh, you want to go out the cave then and, and go maybe. rest with the druids or what? Yeah, and, and then come back to go find them because they're not in the jail cell, and so, um, and we know that that's Diana's mom, right? Or, or are we unsure still? Uh, I keep we, I keep forgetting that point. We knew that it was his mom. All right, or her mom. So uh, so that was like I would assume 
Diana is probably, if if she is a captive, she's probably like locked away in a room somewhere. In a tower. A tower, yeah. Above. Guarded by a dragon. Uh, Caitlin wasn't with us. His stuff isn't uh, <laughs> wasn't in the storage unit with ours. He may potentially be somewhere in the same condition right. or, or near her. Well, didn't y'all hear they were going to execute the person? And the only people in our group not here is Diane and Caitlin, so you knew they were going to execute one of those two. So they could be dead. They could both be dead. So it'll be pretty easy to deduce that one of the two of them is going to get executed. I don't know anything well, about it. If they're doing execution, they're probably not going to do it inside the castle, and so that'd be another reason to leave. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I wouldn't know the customs of Rill, but... But it sounded like, like the stories gonna, I've read, executions, were like, it's like, it it's like, like a media show like, today. Like, this is happening. Yeah. Maybe go out and... Yeah, we need to find, like, somewhere big in public to... I don't think that we can brawl our way nope. through whatever is happening above. Me still not having access to my magic, I would want to avoid combat at all right now. Do you want to stealth up the barrack stairs just to see if you hear anything? Or yeah, I mean, I'd be down with that. Uh, can we like crack the? Because uh, the window was was in a door, right? I feel like I'm losing track. The window was in the door. We're looking through the door into the barracks. We see the stairwell at the other side of the room. Can we? Uh, or can, can I? Can we like kind of crack the door open a little bit and then try to listen to see if we can? Hear any any the conversation or the commotion? Do we pick up any like snippets? Well, of... that's going. That's the other stairwell. That's the stairwell going up to the. Back. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. really be hearing oh. anything when you open up the barracks. It's you'll it'll okay. confirm that it's empty. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, can we like listen at the stairwell where we're hearing the commotion come from? Do we pick up any snippets of conversation, little pieces of like? information or is it just like a loud din kind of thing it's kind of like a, a loud semi-loud like roar like you can tell it's a big crowd uh there feels to be a lot of excitement but i don't think you would be able to pick up any particular words from this distance but it doesn't he doesn't get the sense that like it's people coming down towards the dungeon. I wonder if it's that's just, what I'm people that's coming down towards the dungeon. Okay. There are not or is. I wonder if that's where the execution's happening. That's what I'm thinking. That's why I want to sneak up. If, if we can, if somebody can disguise themselves and sneak up just to peek and see what's going on, and then run back down real quick, and we can haul ass out the cave. Were there any like um, plain cloaks in that store? I guess yeah, we have to go back. Uh, so Zavros goes back. Uh, to the storage yeah, unit and look. Yeah. Uh, so in the storage unit, you do not see any kind of plain cloaks. But like nothing that could use kind of like disguise us at all. Like. No, it's pretty much all armor and weapons and stuff. It's pretty much right. exclusively the stuff like from the people uh, who are imprisoned. Could you dress like a soldier? Could we do that old switcheroo? We still couldn't get Malden out. No, just you. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so, so uh, the guard that we decapitated earlier. 
Why that one? Because uh, he's literally <laughs> he's wearing. Closest, yeah. He's closest, yeah. He's wearing, like, a guard uniform. Yeah. Uh, strips him down, kind of wipes off the blood as much as possible. So, I'm going to say that one is pretty well soaked in blood. Yes. Uh, goes down to the jail and grabs one of those guys who's not all covered in blood. Because I don't think. Not everyone. That you can do, yeah. Alright. Yeah, they mostly died from, like, blunt force trauma. And they're human, right? Yes. The guards were? Alright. Human or elf? Uh, they would have all been elf. Well, they probably doesn't fit a human, right? It would fit you pretty close. Alright, is it close enough? Yeah. Alright, so he he strips one of them down, uh, puts on their armor... Uh, goes on their armor and uh, kind of struts up the stairwell to, to the loud din. Like, yeah, like he belongs there. What are the druids doing while we're doing all? Are they just like chilling, waiting to see what we do? I think they'll hold back. He'll probably hold back with us. Yeah, they're kind of chilling, waiting on you guys to make a decision. Okay. Uh, you can tell that Kosdri is really nervous. So while he's doing that, I would want to be chatting with Kosdri about like. How did y'all get into here? Like, there's a hole in the dungeon. How did you know we were here? What happened? Yeah. I was... Every everybody knows that you are here. The you've you've been gone a long time. You don't you don't know the war has a, a war has started between Soli. The king of of Roe has been making ransom demands on all of you. Oh, because we, because like y'all were like in the employ of Soli as a mercenary and guard. Yeah, we were royal guard. And they, I was just had like stuff that had the crest of Soli on it, so they assumed that was with them too. Gotcha. And 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 we slowly have been digging a way down to get you. It's it's taken us about a week to be able to get in. We had to dig a hole down two two stories. Basically, the, the amount of the distance from the stairs that we went down to get to the dungeon. Yeah. Where does your hole start from? If I were to follow, <laughs> I would have followed the back. Where would that put me? Hey, we're all thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's out it's out in a in a field outside of the castle. Outside of the castle. Okay about 200 meters outside of the castle. Gotcha. You guys are going to Shawshank this if we get into trouble. But yeah, I would not necessarily want to leave without knowing where Diana and Caden are. Yeah, and you would, and the, he'll also tell you that they have not, that they weren't able to see them, that they started digging the hole where it was pretty far away before, so they wouldn't be seen. Gotcha. Alright, so we have a viable escape route, but still no Diana or Caitlin. I would say, like, let's go into the barracks that's, like, that route that's quiet. We don't think anyone's in there. So do you want to, if that's, when he comes back, that's going to be our escape route probably then? He's going through that stairwell and out? Uh, the escape route is going to be back down to the dungeon and out to the tunnel with the, with the druids. Then why don't we just stay on the landing 
then we can have a we can just go straight down the stairs when he comes back and lets us know what's up. Because also if he's or if, if he I yell back, run. yeah, if he yells run or something, we need to haul ass. Fair. Cool. Yeah, we're hanging on the landing until we hear back from Zavros. Okay, so Zavros, you are up uh, kind of those stairs heading towards the commotion? Yeah, and he's uh, putting on like, like his royal guard, like like personality, like he belongs here, and you know, you know shoulders back, head up kind of thing. Sure, so when you get up um, into the, up the stairway, it takes you into the grand hall. So this is kind of like the main entrance for the palace. And you see a lot of people start making their way um, out towards the side, um, where it looks to be where um, that exit would have gone from the barracks, um, out to like a courtyard type area. Um, and one of the guards is going to come over and talk to you. What? What are you doing? Why are you not at your post? I wanted to see the celebration. There's nothing down there. Uh, all the prisoners are locked up. Oh, think, uh, we're good. Of course, you you want to see the execution? Of of course. Why don't you come and stand guard in the back? And he will start ushering you to follow the people uh, out towards the courtyard. Zavros so is like actively scanning, like like with his eyes, while trying to be like. Cool. Because like, he, he's wearing like a helmet too, right? So he's not, he's not able like, to really see his face. Yeah. Yeah, so he's uh, he's doing like his... While he's like going to his post and jaunting along and... Trying to give the affectation of excitement. Uh, he's scanning the crowd heavily. Like, looking to see what is going on as quickly as possible. Okay, you see a whole bunch of high elves um, that look... Like they're fairly well off, um, uh, being excited, they're having drinks, uh, and they are slowly but surely making their way out into the courtyard. All right, uh, and the other guard will kind of linger with you for a little bit, and then he will walk off and say, "Get, go, go outside and guard the back of, of, of the event." Yes, sir. And then, and he, then comes, he will walk away. And he walks the back of the event. Okay, so you walk out to the courtyard? Yes. Okay, when you walk out to the courtyard, you see a giant platform. Uh, so when you walk out, there's kind of a row of trees, um, and then a whole bunch of people starting to gather um, in, a, in a crowd. It, you can tell that there's probably around 5,000, 6,000 people there. Um, it's a huge crowd. Um, and this courtyard is ginormous, and uh, they're all gathered in front of a platform that has been erected. Uh, and on the platform, on, on all four of the corners, you see a guard on each one. Uh, in the back of it, you see the king sitting with Leandra on his right side, and Diana standing on his left side. And then you see a person uh, kind of chained up on the front with a bag over their head. Any, like, uh, distinguishing features of this person, like, outside the bag, like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they look elven? They, like, they look elven. How long has he been gone? Like, how long has all this taken? I would say this would have taken around ten minutes. 
Because I feel like after like five minutes, Malden will start getting antsy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He, he don't Let's trust go. you right Let's now. Mr. Snatchy Snatchy the Shards. Um, I'm going to reassure you that we haven't heard anything crazy yet. So I'm still terrified of orcs. Oh, that's true. Um, I'm a bit, I'm just going to command you to sit still. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to go well. Yeah, that'll work as well. Uh, you know what? Uh, why don't I sneak into the barracks and start looking through the lockers? Okay. So as you're looking through the lockers, you are going to find a lot of kind of plain clothes. Oh. Any like robes and hoods and things like that? Yeah. Like this oh, is okay, what whatever. the guards would wear kind of when they're not on duty. Hey, do you want to put on a robe and go sneak up there and see what's taking them so long? Or? Yeah. All right. It's been 10 minutes. I know. Uh, <laughs> we can put the robes over our armor, correct? I not really to... want to be in the dungeon. Yeah. I don't like those places. I keep getting thrown in them for no reason. Uh, yes, you can You can put them on, like, the, the robes over your armor. Okay. And, and they have hoods, uh, too, where you can kind of slightly cover your face. Sure. But not context, fully. Right. It's going to be a little tight on you, Gluntar. Sure. Um, And I'll hunch over and stuff to make myself look smaller, but you said if we walked up the stairs of the barracks, it would take us into the courtyard as well? Yeah, so those are kind of going up to the ground level, um, and you see sunlight coming in through there. Uh, And you'll you'll start to hear some commotion. Okay. All right, let's, uh, we're going to slide into some robes, and we're going to walk up those stairs into the courtyard as well. Um, I would would tell the druids to, like, wild chicken to, like, animals and... Like squirrels or something? Squirrels, birds, whatever would, like, not be obvious, but also not... Bluebirds sitting on my shoulder. And tell them to uh, keep an eye open for Zavros, and we're going to do that as well, as well as try to figure out what's going on as we walk up the stairs. Sure. Um... So you see when you so the the druids all wild shape, uh, two of them become squirrels, one becomes a rat, and one becomes a bird. Okay. Um, and uh, Kazri is one of the ones that becomes a squirrel. Um, and when you walk upstairs, you see pretty much the same thing that Zavro saw, but you're coming from a slightly different area. So you're going to be in the far right side of the courtyard, kind of next to a, a big wall, a brick wall that's built. Um, so right in front of you, kind of along that wall, you'll see an exit um, that kind of exits the courtyard uh, to what you would assume is the outside of the palace. Um, and then you are behind this row of trees. Um, you can see Zavros standing guard to the left. Uh, Zavros, I'll say you notice them walk out as well. Um, and you are about 20 feet behind the the back of the crowd uh, and then you see this platform as well do we acknowledge that Zavros sees us and, and likewise up, I don't know do you yeah. uh, I'm uh, you know I'm going if I see him I'm going to walk closer towards where him and the he, he is in the exit without being completely obvious that I know who he is but um, make okay. sure so that he's going to be when you exit he'll be He'll be on your left side, 
uh, next to some big doors that are leading back inside the palace. Uh, and there's a lot oh. of people kind of walking out of those. Okay. I'm going to walk towards the nearer to the exit, but I'm going to look, give him like the eye, or I'm going to be looking at him. Thank you. Zavros replies with a very subtle, very subtle head nod. Okay. Sober. He's, he's, okay. He's, he's, he's in the bare face. <laughs> <laughs> Unfamiliar. Message <laughs> <laughs> received. And then, so as you get close to that exit, you get right up behind the crowd. So you're kind of in the very back of the crowd, uh, maybe in like the back row of the crowd. Um, so like right behind that back row. Um, and while you're there, the king will stand up and begin speaking. Say, thank you everybody for attending on this joyous day of celebration. Those heretics from Soli thought that they could overthrow our government again and try to oppress us again. But fortunately, my loyal servant Diana has helped foil their plans. And he is going, and Diana is going to walk forward, um, kind of almost robotically, like very um, stiff, um, and rip off, and rip off the bag over the head, and you will see Cadwin chained up. The king is going to say, for the crimes of heresy and conspiracy of treason, you have been sentenced to death. Do you have any last words? My last words? Soli, they do not know what they have done. Stay true to the mission. The world is more important than one soul. And with that, Diana pulls up a sword and cuts the head of Cadewin off. What the And fuck? that is where we're going to end this episode. Wow. Drama. Twist and turns. Who knew? I didn't know.